Welcome to Season 2 of the To Health With That podcast, where we break up big health topics into small bites. I'm Amy, and this season I'll share all the tips, tricks, and hacks you need to get healthy with an MTHFR mutation in a step-by-step, week-by-week process. I can't wait. This week, let's talk about what to do when your detox symptom picture arises. So two weeks ago, we talked about seeing this detox symptom pattern that can come up regularly as you're working with MTHFR. Honestly, they can show up for lots of people, but detox symptoms are especially common with MTHFR. So let's talk about a few things we can do to tackle this feeling. Remember, step one is actually recognizing the pattern. So start there. Go through your symptom tracker and see what symptoms seem to flare up together, and if any of those might just be related to detoxification. Usually it follows a pretty predictable pattern, and we did talk about that in Season 2, Episode 13. There can be a few ways to cope with detox symptoms, and they fall into two general categories. Number one is decreasing the amount of stuff your body has to do that day. And number two is increasing the ease of actually eliminating whatever it is you're detoxing. So detox is a process that is happening when you have detox symptoms. So people often ask what it is that causes those symptoms. Like, is it because you're toxic or is it because you're detoxing? Well, actually, it's both. Some toxin is liberated into your bloodstream or absorbed from the outside world, and your body is actively working on fixing that. So all of those processes are happening together. So it happens because you have junk that needs to go, and it stops when the junk is gone. So the goal is to get the junk gone faster. How's that for creative use of the English language? So let's talk about decreasing your tasks for the day. Your body has a whole list of stuff it has to do every day. There's cell division, cell repair, cell elimination when they're too damaged to fix, all of the normal stuff you do, like pumping blood, collecting and distributing oxygen, fighting off the constant stream of invading bacteria, viruses, and fungi, and other pathogens. There's digestion, which is a whole chunk of work, and elimination, and the manufacture of all of the enzymes and fluids involved in that process. There's blood to be filtered and waste to be eliminated. It's hard work running your body. There's lots of things on the list every day. Of course, as the wearer of the meat suit, you don't have to think about any of that, right? You can just happily go about doing all of the things you normally do while your body handles it. It's pretty amazing when you think about it. So on days when detox symptoms are coming up and you haven't had a big exposure, like you didn't go out drinking all day or drive all day in a formaldehyde-soaked new car or accidentally eat the lead paint, then it means your body has just got too much on its plate that day. The stuff on your body's plate is what I like to refer to as your bucket. Your bucket is filled up with all of your body's work that's going on right now because of things that you're doing right now, like breathing and eating and maintaining homeostasis. When your bucket overflows, that's when you see symptoms. And these detox symptoms are no exception. Your bucket's too full. So long-term, there's lots of things you can do to take a chunk out of your bucket, like eliminating food sensitivities, cleaning up your diet, getting better sleep, blah, 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 blah. But what about short-term, like these detox days when your bucket is full? 
In good news, there are short-term bucket clearers, too. And one of my favorite is intermittent fasting. So fasting, which essentially boils down to not eating, (laughs) is a great way to take some of your body's to-do list off the table. If you're not eating food for a little while, then your body doesn't have to do all of the digestive things it normally does. It doesn't have to make so much of the enzymes and fluids. It doesn't have to do all of the mixing and moving that food requires. It doesn't have to absorb, sort, or eliminate anything. In fact, not digesting takes a huge chunk of work out of there. And your body can use the resources it would normally use for digesting on other things. Now, Obviously, not eating long-term is not a great strategy. That's not going to work out, right? You need to eat at some point. But if you wake up feeling gross and like you're detoxifying, stick to water for the first part of the day. If you can, stick to water only with maybe some hydration support like salt or a squeeze of lemon or lime juice or even a little glug of apple cider vinegar until dinner time. Then eat a healthy dinner and head to bed. So actually, this day is easier than normal in a lot of senses because in addition to not doing the metabolic work of eating, you also don't have to cook or find food. Bonus. Of course, gets in the way of all the COVID eating that we're all doing these days, but maybe it isn't a bad thing to miss that for a day as well. The other strategy to help your body over the hurdle of detox symptoms is to actually make detoxification faster or more efficient. And there's a few things you can do towards that goal. One of them is liver support. The best liver support for this type of day is something gentle like a detox tea or a digestive aid like bitters or apple cider vinegar or a digestive enzyme with ox bile before meals. These are gentle little things that are unlikely to push you further into symptom territory, but they will give your liver just a little bit of a hand to get through whatever it's working on on this particular day. I don't suggest liver support supplements unless you're working with a practitioner, simply because for MTHFR folks, some of the liver support supplements push just a little bit too hard and actually cause symptoms instead of helping to resolve them. There's a number of gentle detox aids as well, and I've talked about a lot of them before. These are ways that you can physically help your body to detox without pushing your liver or detoxification pathways too hard. In fact, these things will help when you have symptoms. My favorites, and you've heard these before, number one is sweating it out, right? Sweating is a great way to boost circulation and to eliminate small amounts of toxins, including heavy metals, which MTHFR folks have a really hard time with because they do need to be methylated. So sweating it out can be accomplished in a wet sauna, a dry sauna, a hot bath, a hot car, even after a great workout. Just make sure you wash the sweat off afterwards because we do reabsorb lots of things through our skin. Also you'll smell better. Castor oil. Castor oil is a favorite old-timey remedy and one of the most effective things you can do to support detoxification. Not internally, mind. You would regret that. But it can be applied topically. My favorite way to use it is to slather up before bed, put on my castor oil pajamas, and go to sleep like that. I'm sleeping and detoxing all at once. Now granted, this isn't a great daytime help because castor oil is very viscous and sticky. But if you want a refresher on castor oil, I did talk quite about it in Season 1, Episode 24 on Gentle Detox Strategies. Fiber or clay. Fiber, clay, or any other binder, like active charcoal, can be taken internally, although be sure that you're using a clay that is food-grade and not just, you know, clay you scraped out of your backyard. 
These are called gut sponges, meaning they bind to toxins and carry them out of your body so that they're actually eliminated and not reabsorbed. We're thrifty creatures. We like to pick things out of the trash, right? That's, it's a human thing to do, especially if those things look like fats or other precious resources. So hormones that need to be eliminated are especially susceptible to this reabsorption because they're built on a cholesterol background and our bodies have been well-trained through the millennia to keep cholesterol around. Fiber and clay both have big, porous structures, like a sponge, and toxins kind of get stuck to them and then can't be reabsorbed. So that helps in a very real, very tangible, very immediate sense. Magnesium is another helper. Uh, it's a mineral and it's very common to be deficient. Your body uses more of it when you're detoxifying, and taking magnesium can help if you get stuck somewhere or stalled out. Also, magnesium helps to encourage healthy bowel movements, muscle relaxation, and sleep. I prefer to take magnesium before bed, but a small dose in the morning can help also with physical relaxation and anxiety, as well as the detoxing. And antioxidants. So when your body's doing a lot of extra work, it's also creating a lot of extra free radicals. And detoxification is no exception to this rule. So also, with MTHFR, our master antioxidant, called glutathione, can be compromised. So bolstering this whole system is a really good idea. I'm not married to any one antioxidant, and actually I prefer to rotate through different ones because each has an affinity for a different type of tissue. So essentially, when I buy an antioxidant product, I buy something different each time. I'll go from vitamin C to vitamin E to something like resveratrol to a mixed bag. The more coverage, the better. It's like an umbrella, right? Bigger and more variety of umbrellas is actually better coverage than one small one. We talked a lot about antioxidants and glutathione in Season 1, Episode 14. And if you need a refresher, that's a great place to start. Thank you so much for listening today. And uh, the holidays are coming up, so remember, keep your stress levels low. It's supposed to be a joyful time of year. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.